Welcome to episode two of Two Guys in a Mic. My name is Scott. I am joined by Mike and Matt. Now, I would ask both you guys how you guys are doing, but last time I asked you guys that, you guys looked into the camera like a couple of fucking idiots, so I don't think we're going to do that this week. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead. Huh? Jitterbugs, man. Jitterbugs. You know what it is. Get get over yourself. No one cares about you. They're here to watch me and Mike anyways. You're just that special special friend that we invited. Tag along, yeah. Just throwing my two cents. Just to make you feel warm anyways, inside. (laughs) So we're going to go ahead and we're going to start with uh, we're jumping to the uh, NBA playoffs. Um, I guess the first one we were talking about, we're going to talk about uh, the Denver Phoenix series that is now tied 2-2, which I told Matt last week that I thought it was going to be a close series. He didn't believe me and he is now wrong. So I officially know more about basketball than you. So congratulations <laughs> but uh besides the game before we jump in, in into that series uh, i do want to talk about one thing we saw today about the owner being pushed um what do you guys think about that yeah i thought it was a chicken shit move i mean yeah uh Jokic was trying to get the uh the ball from him obviously the owner was holding on to it you could tell he had a pretty good grasp on it and ball went flying Jokic was a little frustrated give him a little forearm shove but Especially the owner, it doesn't matter. Owner fan, you can't can't be making contact with them. All right, suspension or no suspension? Um, I I think it warrants a suspension, but you know how the NBA. I I don't know. He is might be his first time. I think it is his first time as a first time offender. So we'll see how the NBA you know backpacks on that. But I mean, the NBA doesn't want to. You know that situation could have turned into the the malice at the palace. I don't know if you guys remember that the Pistons. You know yeah. they don't. You make a contact yep. with ref or fans, you know, it's just it's uncalled for and it's it should be a suspension, but we'll see how the NBA plays it out. Yeah. No, I think so. Regular season is a suspension. We're in the playoffs. I don't think they can mm-hmm. suspend him, especially with the name that he is. They're probably mm-hmm. gonna make him do an apology or something like that and and call it a day. Now it just gonna depend if the Suns owner wants to kind of push it a little bit. Uh, I don't think he is, but at least it didn't sound like it. But uh, as yeah, far I, as I, I the, think, I think his history though would go a lot into factor on this. Now, if it was somebody like Draymond that has a history of uh, stuff like that, I think it'd be a different story. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what now? So far, what do you guys think about the actual series, uh, Matt? I know you were talking about in order for the win. Uh, and KD are gonna have some have to have some massive games, and they've they've done it. They've done it. Yeah, they have. So, I mean, what, what do you think? I had I had Denver winning the series with in six. I mean, I had Denver making it to the finals, but I mean, they find themselves in a the fight, man. I mean, today Jokic goes from fifty three and uh, fifty three and eleven. Um, it was just Jokic and Murray, um, three guys off the bench. They went with a man rotation and. The three guys off the bench combined for 11 points. I mean, that's not going to get it done. If you got three guys coming off the bench only providing 11 points, and it was just uh, Jamal Murray and, and Jokic showing it wasn't enough. I mean, Katie and, and Booker just they're carrying that load right now. So, you know, two all-stars. Katie yeah. and Booker both got theirs. They both had 36 apiece tonight. Yeah. And then you had uh, you had Shamit come off the bench, had 19. Mm-hmm. No, I think what was the other game that that they won? Was it game two? No, Phoenix right? won. No, no. Phoenix has won game three and four, both games that mm-hmm. were at home in Phoenix. 
Yeah. Okay. Home team's so taking him. Now go back to the stats for game three for KD. I think right or no, it was Booker, right? Didn't Booker go off for like Booker 46, at 47. 47. Yeah, yeah, 47. yeah, something like that. So it, it now and, K- and KD him, had 39. Yeah. Now my question is, do you think this is because they're at home? Or do you think this is because maybe Phoenix figured out something with Denver's defense and now they're exploding it or exploring it? And mm-hmm. then now what we're going to do is are we going to see them continue to do this? Or what do you guys think? I see I see it continuing. I mean, Katie, you know, is kind of notoriously starting off series slow. You know, we get a little feel. But I, I don't think Michael Porter, he can't, he can't handle with KD one-on-one. You know, they send the double team. You know, Booker's hot right now. And and I, I just think KD's going to just take over, you know. KD's, like I said, notorious starting off slow in series. So we'll see, man. I mean, it's going to be a good series. I, now I, I think it's going seven. So I still have the I still have the Nuggets winning seven. That's just going my pick. So, Mike, you got what, – what do you think, Denver or Phoenix? I, I, I still so think Nuggets point. are going to win the series. Um even going back to game uh, game three when when Phoenix won um, their first game at home, yeah, you had Booker go off, you had Kevin Durant go off, but yet you also had three guys for Denver score twenty plus. Porter scored twenty one, Jokic scored thirty, and Murray scored thirty two. They had nobody else score any points on their team, so mm-hmm. that that doesn't help. They ended up losing that game by seven. I think tonight they lost by what was it five something like that. So if they can just get somebody that gets them a few more points, those could be completely different games, and you could be looking at a three-one series right now. Yeah, you'd probably be looking at a bench player uh, that's going to end up probably doing that for them. But um, so I want to move to the Boston Philly series now. I haven't been paying too much attention to this series. I I don't know if you guys have. Uh, for some reason, mm-hmm. I don't know why it doesn't entice me. Um, I, I I don't know why they're both two powerhouse. <laughs> teams but for some reason i haven't wanted to watch it um so matt i'll let you take lead on this one yeah uh today's watching it man um it was a good game i mean harden you know harden got his i think what he got 42 um and b got his i mean honestly to be honest i i saw that that last second play boston had it in their hand and went overtime um they had two timeouts to spare 16 seconds left last possession and i expected a timeout you know, get the play ran, get the, you know, get their set ran and then call a timeout and Tatum drove, kicked it out and it was too late. Smart shot it, and he didn't get the shot off. And honestly, it's just, I, I have Boston winning this series. It's just right now, I think Tatum or Brown need to, one of them need to come like step up and, and take grasp of this, the series. I mean, I think Tatum had what 24 today and, Brown at 23, you know, so we'll see. I mean, we need, you need one of those guys to go off, get you 30, 35, 40 points, you know, to get that, get that stranglehold on the series. But I, I still have Boston winning the series in six. Yeah, that, that might be what it takes. They had uh Boston had six players score double digits tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it may take somebody to go Not off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you still got, you still got Boston on that one, Matt? I got Boston in six. I, I see them. I see them going home, taking that you know handling business in TD Garden, and then coming on the road. They've been close. They've been close on their games on the road against Philly. I mean, and I think they're going to sneak out one in Game Six against Philly and, and wrap it up. Okay. And then now the one 
Now, what we're going to do is move into Miami and, and, and New York. And all three of us actually picked the underdog. All of us picked Miami. We thought they were a much hotter team going into that series. Mm-hmm. And so far, that's the way it's looked. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, Miami's up 2-1. They've looked like not only the better basketball team, they just look like the hotter basketball mm-hmm. team. So, Mike, I know uh, I think you wanted to talk about this one so that you kind of – jump on this bad boy if you want and go from there Uh, yeah i i just until the knicks figure out a way to stop uh jimmy butler i I don't see the knicks winning a game they won game two but jimmy didn't play yeah and that was something i wanted to talk about and he he carried i mean look at what he did the first series of the playoffs he carried the heat through that series Mm -hmm. and he you can tell by far he's the catalyst of that team everything's running through him he's the center point the focal point of the team and until they can until they can stop him Heat's going to continue yeah. to win. And and yeah. now he, Heat's got the 2-1 advantage, and they got another game at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if Butler doesn't get hurt and he doesn't miss game two, you think this could have been a 3-0 series at this point? Game two was still close. No. Even without him, game two was still close. And and New York, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, New York should have uh, blown him out. So Yeah. No, I, I just think right now New York's missing a lot of shots, man. I mean, they they're a good – you know, they're a good three-point shooting team. Field goal percentage is really high all throughout the season. But, I mean, the past this past game, they had, what, Randall, Brunson, and Barrett combined 16 for 51 from the field. I mean, come on, that's not. You're, you're not going to win like nah, that. Two for 17 at, for threes combined between the three. You're not going to win many games at all. No, nah, you're not going to win a jack shit. Game. Yeah, no, no you're not going to. So, yeah, the shooters know. need to show up, and then and we'll see who goes from there. I mean, I like uh, – Josh Hart. I mean, if Josh Hart can continue to play some defense on Butler, you know, bother him, get 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 into him, and I I like the Knicks, so we'll see, man. But Miami's a really good, really good team. They play some good defense too, so that's probably a little key. You know that New York's probably not shooting as good because Miami's playing some good defense, so no go. It goes hand in hand. Yeah, and then uh, the last series here, we got the uh, Lakers and Golden State. Now, this is the one all three of us are paying pretty. Pretty close attention to we are we all live in California. Um, this is a it's mm-hmm. a big thing out here right now. Is this is now the second West Coast series uh in the playoffs now, which is which is really nice to see. But I watched the game last night. I actually stopped watching come fourth quarter. I just completely stopped paying attention. I thought uh Golden State rolled over, uh showed their belly. Mm-hmm. Uh no fight. I mean, you're up 40, what they were up 41 29. Eight minutes left in the game, and then no, and half, in, and half. yeah, yeah. Damn sorry, half. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Eight minutes left in in the first half. You're up. You're up by eleven. You know, you're you're in cruise control, and then yeah, just yeah. and then fouls, foul after foul after foul after foul. You know, by Golden State, and and they end up losing the second quarter. They got outscored 36-18. and mm-hmm. then the second half was just the same thing. It was more fouls. It was it was poor shooting. So from the field. You got Golden State uh, under thirty uh, percent. That's yes. that's here. I, yeah, I got right here. Shot they shot under. Sorry, three point. They thought uh, they shot under thirty percent, but from the field they mm-hmm. shot thirty nine point six percent. So if you're going to be in, you know, twenty nine and a half percent from three, you better be hitting some jump shots, and they couldn't even yeah. do that. And no. it just, yeah, I mean, what they ended up losing. Well, for for comparison, uh, Lakers shot just under fifty percent. They shot forty eight point four from 
from three point. They shot 52 mm-hmm. and a half from the field. Here's the here's where a big factor is. So Lakers won by 30. Lakers yeah, had 20 right. more free throw attempts. 17 yeah, free throw yeah. attempts for Golden State and 37 for the Lakers. Yeah, and that's something yeah. that uh, Curry was talking about in Draymond Green that they felt they couldn't get into a rhythm because they were constantly just being hit with fouls and it was they, there was just mm-hmm. no rhythm to the game. And when you put a team on the free throw that much, you know, it's yeah. it's it's going to kill well, especially a, uh, AD in the he he was 11 for 12 from the free throw line. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you're not missing free throws, they, you're going to end up losing. And on top of that, Golden State only had one player over 20 points, which was Stephen Curry. You know, uh, again, they had no answer. Now, AD didn't show up game two. That's probably why Golden State ended up winning. But they had no answer for him, four blocks. He had like another, I think, what was it? They had 13 rebounds, 25 points. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James went 25-8-8. and eight. So and well, I was watching game I was watching game two. Sorry, Scotty. I was watching game yeah, two. I, I saw that Golden State made the adjustment, um, sent double, triple teams at time to, to AD to get the ball out of his hand. Um, they made the right calls, but they tried it this game. AD before before it came, he, he made the he made the right pass, man. I mean, it's all about adjustments, you know, getting the ball, moving it around the paint, and finding the open man. And LA did that in Game Three to secure that win. Yeah, and and I'm telling you, if if LA wins the next game, I think that's it. I, I think Golden yeah. State's yeah, they're they'll be, be on three one at that point. Mm-hmm. That, and again, come back. Well, it, again, it will be another easy series for the Lakers mm-hmm. where. It's not gonna take. They're not like in close games. It's not battling. It's it's not rough. They're they're they. It, let's just say they win the series four one. All right, they take it in five games. Mm-hmm. They get the rest up, and now what? They got Denver and Phoenix beating up on each other. You know, just yeah. like Golden State and the Kings beat up on each other. So if they can make this a short series, and and the other series goes seven, I mean, Lakers could have a chance. They could have yeah. a chance. To represent the western, you know, the yeah, western side in the finals. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But and to backpack on um, what you said with those free throws attempts, the Golden State is not notorious to get to the line. Steph Curry is. He gets he gets in the paint. He'll drive. But outside of that, they don't have a big man that can you can give a download to him consistently. Looney can't do it. He, can, he just doesn't have much post game. And everybody else is just they live on three point line man. It's all jump shots. So. If you're not getting to the free throw line, I'll get easy easy points. I mean, besides outside of Curry, I mean, it's it's hard to keep up, especially when the well, LA's they don't, they don't call the charity line for nothing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, points. The best thing to get is points when the clock is stopped. I mean, you can't beat that, right? So, nope. and outside of Curry, nobody else can do it really consistently on Golden State. So, LA's. I mean, they're playing the right basketball, man. Get it down low, get some free throws, drive in, kick out, take it if you need to. And I like the way they're playing, man. Yeah, but if you're not getting to the free, if you're not a team that is very good at getting to the free throw line, then you have to protect yourself on you the other have, side and and not well, put you the other shoot team at a high percentage at the free throw too. Line. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, shooting isn't a guaranteed thing. It's just if you're hot, you're hot. If you're not, you're not. You know, we all know how yep. that goes. Yeah. So, so we're see we're gonna find out. We'll we'll see what happens if if Golden State comes back and makes the adjustment mm-hmm. because, like I said, I think if they win the next game, the series is over. Maybe maybe they pull out game five, make it a three two, but. You're not going to go th- at this point with the way that they're playing. They're just way too streaky. They go down three mm-hmm. to one. To in my eyes, you know that the series is done. We'll we're, we're be seeing yeah. the Lakers in the conference uh, final. So um, next, we'll go ahead and uh, I wanted to move on to some baseball. Um, 
talk about some standings. I got notes here. So, um, Pirates, after we talked about the Pirates last week, they now have lost seven in a row. Uh, now they do still sit in first place, they're, they're 20 and 15. Um, the Brewers are one game behind them at 19 and 15. Um, then you got the Cubs mm-hmm. at 500 at 17 and 17. So that division really can now, as yeah. far as it looked like, Pirates had a chance to maybe just not necessarily run away with it, but continue mm-hmm. to build on that that you know lead that they have. But you lose seven in a row, that's it's not looking good. So maybe this is just a team that just started off hot, and maybe who they are right now is who they actually are. Um, but we'll see. You know, they have a chance. Luckily, they're not in one of the you know tougher divisions in baseball. Um, you know, and then uh, the Dodgers, they're they're in first place. But what I want to talk about was the Padres, and and they yeah. are they are starting to heat up. Uh, Tatis is starting to pick up. Um, now Juan Soto's batting average, I think he's still in the two tens, two teens, mm-hmm. whatever. But he is walking at such a high clip right now. He's he's walking a lot, so he's getting on base. So Xander Bogarts is is doing all right, but Machado, I think today had like another three hits. I think he went three for four today, raising his average into like the two fifties. So like those four guys that hit the at the top of their lineup who have been struggling, it's not gonna happen all year. And no. right now, the fact that they're only like three games out of first place with the struggles that they've had, it shows me that they're gonna have a chance to win that division. Um and now I did pick the Padres to win that division. So we will we'll see what happens. But the Dodgers have been playing re- really well right now. They hit a little hot streak there, eight and two in their last ten. And then um, you know, going back to the uh NL Central, the Cardinals, who I picked to win the division, are now eleven and twenty-four, as Mike was saying before. They have the third worst record in MLB now. Yeah, that's a shocker. The only it's two a huge teams, shocker. The only yeah, two teams that are worse than them. Kansas City at nine and twenty-six, and the A's mm-hmm. at eight and twenty-seven. When you're mentioning the A's, that's not a it's not a good statistic, man. No, it's not. And no. really, they're only three. They're really only three games ahead of the A's right now. Oh, man. And the A's aren't even. I mean, you talk about the A's. You just talk about like. Can, all right, can you guys name anyone on the A's? <laughs> No, no, no. I can't. I can't. <laughs> that, the, that's the farm system. There. Yeah, they, the they Braves, only went there the from Braves the Braves and their trades. Mm-hmm. But uh, outside of that, no, not really. No. Yeah. So, and you know, the Cardinals. They're a, have they're a professional Triple A team. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you got at, Cardinals have players like Adam Wainwright, who I understand is a lot older, but he can still get it done mm-hmm. on the mound. You got Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Ariano. Like you have guys on your team to where. Maybe, maybe you're not, you know, blowing teams out of the water. But mm-hmm. to be 11 and 24, you got you got way too much. Uh, now, what do you think? Sticking with the Cardinals, what do you think about the move that they just did? They took Contreras out from behind the plate. It's all that. Yeah, I I don't. What's he going to do? I don't know. Uh, uh, Is he DHing or what's going on? Like, did you did you see anything as far as like the reason behind it? What I saw like, didn't mention anything about uh, what was going on with say, it. Yeah, they just took him out. Did they say who's going to replace him or anything like that? Who's Unless they're looking at it right now, is uh, they got nothing to lose? Um, see what they have in the farm system. Well, they do. But they have a whole season to lose. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, but 
you also have, I mean, and that makes it interesting because they just got Contreras this offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they from, just traded the for Cubs. him. I don't know if they were. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if they were. I'm assuming they were expecting him to take over for Yadri or Molina, but you're not Molina. replacing Molina. I don't give a shit who no. you trade for. That guy was a clubhouse leader. He's He was arguably the best defensive catcher. You know, and he could get it done with the mm-hmm. stick. That's just a guy that you weren't going to replace. So what they really should have done and probably made some other moves. And probably picked well, up so uh, another up, update on that said that they are going to be having him primarily serve as a DH exclusive, uh, okay. almost exclusively moving forward, at least in the meantime. Maybe now, his defense, maybe they feel his defense has dropped down. Now, before we move on, what do you guys think? It keeps going like this is the manager. I mean, he has to answer for what's going on. Yeah, yeah, man, you're 11 and what 24. I mean, yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if they they got too high of expectations after what they did last year. They have too high of expectations Mm -hmm. to be able to sit down in the down in the tank like they are, and to let this continue to happen. Yeah, as it is, that's going to be a tough hill to climb, as it is right now this early in season. Especially right now, they know. The other division I want to jump into is the AL East. Is just. Oh, God, what a cutthroat division right now. All right, Rays, mm-hmm. 28 and 7. Orioles, 22 and 12, which we got to watch them uh, playing the Braves. They Good they team. showed that they belonged, you know. The, the, it, it was, yeah, they came out game one and they, they spanked the Braves in that series. Yeah. Um, and you got and the blue... in reality, not to cut you off, in reality, game two and three were coin flips. Well, fuck you. Don't cut me off then. Braves had to come from behind to win game two and game three. Yeah. Yeah, ninth yep. inning. So yeah. I, I mean, those were those two games were both dogfights. Yep. Hey. And then you got the Blue Jays, twenty-one to fourteen. You got the Red Sox. Now the Red Sox, eight and two in the last ten. They've bumped up to twenty-one and fifteen. Another team the Braves are about to have to play, and they're yeah, hot. Series. Now the Yankees are last in the division at eighteen and seventeen. But I wanted to talk about their injuries. I know I had. I think I had talked about it last mm-hmm. last week about. You know they can't stay healthy. And so l- listen to this. So you got Luis Servano or Serviano. Uh, he's hurt. You got John- Josh Donaldson hurt. Josh Aaron Donaldson. Judge is hurt. Carlos Rondon, obviously he's he hasn't played this year, but still he's still hurt. He was expecting to be you know right up there with Garrett Cole at the top of the rotation. Uh, you know you got Giancarlo mm-hmm. Stanton, who I had mentioned was it was only a matter of time before him and Judge got hurt because that seems to just yeah. except for aside from last year. It just seems to be an every year thing with them. Uh, he's not even due back until late May, early June, so he's pretty much missing all this month. Now Aaron Judge is expected to be back uh, in the next mm-hmm. like three or four days, but still, that's just one guy. They need all these other guys. You have Frankie Montez. Uh, he's supposed to be out until the second half, and then um, Luis Gill, another one of their young pitchers, uh, Tommy John. He's he's expected. Su- uh, back at some point this year i don't know exactly when but i mean look at that i just i mentioned four guys out of their rotation and the rotation. they're two and they're two big power bats and you can even ar- argue josh donaldson's by the their third uh you know him or rizzo yeah. or probably the number three guy as far as the way um the power goes so with them sitting at 18 and 17 already being that far behind the rays uh i don't see them winning the division I, I i've already crossed them off as far as i know it's early in the year but i mean you're already 10 mm-hmm. games behind the rays who look like they're not going to slow down and then on top of that you got to play all, all these other teams just about baseball mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah, it, no, it's, yeah. it's not it's not gonna work. A, no. a lot. I think uh, the next few series. So they got an easy series coming up right now. They play three against the A's. After that, they play four more against the Rays. They just came off a series with the Rays right now. So they play three against the A's. They play four against the Rays, and then they turn around and play four against the Blue Jays. Right there. So yeah, that's if if they cannot win against the Blue Jays and Rays, if they lose both of those series. Like you can almost just say, like, even when they get these guys back, it, it could be a done deal as far as that. I mean, especially if the rest of that division continues to play the way that they've yeah. been playing, you know. But then you got other divisions, like, okay, you got the AL Central. Look at Twins 19 and 16, Guardians 16 and 18, Tigers 15 and 18, White Sox 12 and 23, Royals are 9 and 26. So just in that division, you have two. Uh, the worst four records in all of baseball between the White Sox and the Royals. Um, so pretty much someone in that division is going to get like an easy, easy uh, uh, road into the playoffs as far as because their division is so weak. Now I thought the mm-hmm. guardians were going to end up winning that division. I still got them. I think they will be all right. Just not a strong division. Um, AOS only, is the only same. one game above five mm-hmm. or only one team above 500 in that division. Yeah, only only team in baseball. Everyone else has at least two. No, you know what? I'm wrong. I'm wrong because the L the NL East NL is the East, same way. Also the same way. Yeah, you get the Mets at 17, 18. Marlins are 17, 18. Can, can you mm-hmm. believe it? The the Marlins and Mets have the same record. Hey. The mm-hmm. Met the Mets with all this hype, all this hype, and they're and 17 and 18 with the Marlins who had no hype. Coming to the season, they're I mean, supposed to be a young team, maybe could compete here and there this year. But yeah, and then now the Phillies did get Bryce Harper back. Um, they're gonna be a team to watch. Fire that's yeah, yeah, they can catch a hot streak soon, yeah. But they are 16 and 19. But now that they're getting some guys back, especially when you get a player like uh, you know, Bryce Harper back, that's that's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, the Nationals will always be the Nationals at 14 and 20. But the L West, you got the Rangers at 20 and 13. Angels are 19 and 16. Uh, Mariners 17 and 17. Surprising, the Astros are 17 and 17. With well, with all their injuries too. Um, I, I mean, for them floating 500 with all the injuries they have on that roster, I mean, that's yeah, not a bad place to be in that division. Yeah, and only three and, and a half back. Yeah, and I, I don't know. We're we'll see how good the Rangers end up doing. Um, let me see. I wanted to look at. Uh, they are getting um, – they're about to get Altuve back. I'm reading up the update right in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's closing in on his on his rehab he's assignment. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, he's going to be back soon. And the fact that they kept him on – so they didn't put him on the 60-day uh, injured list, which I think was a smart move. Obviously, they knew he was going to yeah. come back before 60 days into the season. So he could be back within the next couple weeks if he's ready to start that rehab. That, that, that could probably help a lot um, as yeah. far as that goes. But – yeah, but uh, so I wanted to jump into the uh, the top the top ten. Well, I, I got eleven guys right here. Okay, so the home run leaders for MLB is is very weird. Okay, look at so you got Max Muncy, he's leading at twelve. Rafael Devers has eleven. Now here, Rafael Devers last season in five hundred and fifty five at bats, he only hit twenty seven home runs. She's He's got 11 with like I think like around 120. All these guys are right right around like 120 at bat. Patrick got 
five last like 464 bats. The first name I would, I'm not surprised, is on this list is Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo. Okay, he's mm-hmm. the name yeah. that should be on this. Brent Rooker from the A's is number five with yeah. 10. Hey, there you go. There's a guy from the A's. Okay. You were asking that's, to somebody. <laughs> that's the guy that, that yeah, I was trying yeah. to talk to my about the other day, that Braves can make a trade for that guy, the left fielder. Well, <laughs> now, th- this is the interesting thing. He's never been like a big power bat. Look it. No. Yeah, he, he his most home runs he had was in 189 at-bats. He had nine home runs in 2021. Okay. He's got 91 this year and 10 home runs. Okay. So if you doubled, so if you doubled that, that's about where it would be at the 189 mm-hmm. mark in 2021. So he would be he would be at 20 20 home runs, which is not what he does. So I don't know if it's because being on the A's, always being down, you, you're gonna get pitches to hit. Guys mm-hmm. aren't gonna mess around, they're gonna come right at you. You're gonna be pricing yeah. a lot of fastballs. Now maybe he's taking advantage of that, and and his stats are looking better than yeah. what he might actually be. But still, and but then you, after that, you, huh? Okay. Go ahead. I was say you got to remember that's not a hitter friendly park, man. In Oakland, that is that field is deep, and it's, yeah. that's impressive. Ten home runs. Hey, and and speak, this is you know what? We'll, we'll come back to that in a second. I, yeah, I want to yeah, talk yeah, about ahead. them moving to Vegas. Okay, so yeah. now you have three three Braves players on here now. You got Matt Olson. Obviously, he's not a surprise. He he should be always a, a, a top ten guy. But Sean Murphy has nine. Okay, he hasn't played most of the year this year. He didn't play at the beginning. Or he Sharon. wasn't. He was. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't playing that much, and he started mm-hmm. slow. But he already has nine. He had eighteen. He, he caught fire. He caught fire when Darnold got the concussion, and Murphy became the everyday catcher. Yeah, it, it's now, it's almost like he, Matt and I have talked about this quite a few times. It's, it's like he got into a groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where, now, where he Matt, needs to be an everyday catcher. Yeah, yeah, and and you were talking about Matt how like Oakland isn't like a friendly hitter because he had mm-hmm. eighteen and five hundred thirty-seven at bats last last year. Mm-hmm. So he's already at his halfway mark, is what he was last year. Okay, uh, Ozzy Albi is at nine. I don't think he'll stay there. Uh, Yandy Diaz, okay, he mm-hmm. has tied his home run mark from last year. And it took him 473 at bats last year to do it, and and he's already there in a quarter of the at bats. Okay, at 114. Yeah. Yeah. Now Randy Rosarena. Now he only hit 20 last year and 586 home runs, but he's young. Maybe he's just now starting to tap into his home run potential. Potential. But these guys, I don't see. Maybe Pete Alonso. All right, Max Muncie. Pete Alonzo, Matt Olson, those are the only three guys. Maybe uh, uh, I don't think I talked about uh, 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 Rodi uh, Teles. He has nine already. Teles. He hit thirty. He hit thirty-five last year. Um, he could probably stay on this list, but I really only see like maybe three, mm-hmm. maybe four guys of these eleven guys staying in this top ten list. So uh, this is something I'm going to be monitoring throughout the season. I'll have an update as far as this goes uh, next year, or next not not next year, but next podcast. <laughs> Because uh, I, I I'm interested to see if some of these guys can keep it up, maybe become new power bats. Um, because you always have that one guy each year that like surprises everyone, Surprise. and all of a sudden he's like a he's a power bat guy. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to keep an eye on that. But um, one of the things we want to talk about was uh Franco's little uh ball trick he did there on that ground ball at the middle. Um, if anyone didn't see it, uh, go check it out. It was against the Pirates. 
handles it the ball up the middle. Yeah. Yep. He it, takes the time to throw the ball up and spin it with his hand, catches it bare hand, throws a dart, <laughs> Reynolds is out. Next at bat, he hits a home run. And still and still had him out yeah. by a couple then, steps. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's an unwritten rule to me about showboating and showing people up. I would have protected my team if if I had been mm-hmm. on the Pirates. If I was a pitcher, I would have hit the shit out of Wander yeah. for doing that stuff. I it, He would not have gotten a ball to hit. Absolutely yeah. not. He, I would have drilled him right in his back. That's just me personally. I don't. You're at it. You're at it. MLB, you know, MLB is the best of the best, man. If you're going to be showing me up like that, like, okay. All right. We're, we're mm-hmm. going to come at you. So I was really disappointed that the Pirates didn't come at them. And and honestly, the fact that you're in another first place team and you're you're in the middle of a losing streak, you got guys showboating you like that. Maybe you need to do something like that. Get, get your guys fired up a little bit instead of just letting yeah. them do some shit like that. So... That's just me personally. Yeah, I wasn't like a big fan of it. Like, cool, you can do that, but I hope he tries it again. You know, and I hope this time, I hope he drops the ball. Well, I'm, <laughs> I've never been a fan of the the unwritten rules in baseball. I mean, to a point, but th- this let is, him play. yeah. I mean, let him play, but this, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I agree with Scott. I don't, I don't like it, man. It's too much the cockiness, man. I mean, he's a good player. I mean, on the, on his way to be all star, he's a young player, but. I mean, when Reynolds was interviewed, he was like, I saw it. He was like, it didn't impress me. I mean, it just made a play, man. Just make the play. And, but like Scott said, if he got to the plate, he's not seeing a pitch. He's he's getting run up and in hard. I mean. Yeah, for sure. You got to protect your guys. You have to. You got to. And man. you got to let them know, like, you guys are kind of like the new kid on the block as far as this goes. Like, yeah. you guys sure, are you used got to fight. being like, yeah, you guys are used mm-hmm. to being like that lower end team. Show that you guys aren't taking people's bullshit no more. Get in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. fucking hit the guy like i'm not saying go at his head <laughs> yeah i'm not saying i'm not saying go at his head there, there's to me if you ever throw at someone's head you're a piece of shit okay you don't throw at someone's yeah. head you want to send just a message him up 80s, low 90s right to his back yeah. yeah that's it you just hit the guy in his back that's that's all you need to do you if you throw at a guy's head you, i'm sorry but that that's not cool i mean guys are throwing way too hard to be throwing at people's heads nowadays yeah. you can really hurt someone like when you when you intentionally hit someone, you just want to send a message like, "Hey, saw what you did, didn't appreciate it. Here's a little Bullshit. fuck you. Take your base, yeah. and and that's it." Yeah. So yeah, we're we're we'll see we'll see if uh, if he tries doing any more showboating. We'll see if another team uh, takes offense to it and and handles some stuff. Um, so now before we were gonna kind of keep this episode a little shorter than normal. Uh, before, um, so, before you switch, there was one sticking with uh, Tampa Bay. The other one was the incident with the pitcher. With uh, Zach. Zach Eflin was wearing a rubber wedding ring on, on his, his glove hand. Glo- on his glove hand, mm-hmm. and they made him take it off. Yeah. Which I don't understand I don't how that's going to give him any type of advantage. You see the look on his face, like I. Are you kidding me? And, right and now? to top it off, it wasn't. It's no. not. It's not like it was a white rubber. Uh, you know, I mean, a, a white rubber ring. It was dark. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was black. So yeah, yeah. to me, yeah, it was you bullshit, got man. you got these players that are out there wearing these huge chains. So if you want to say that him wearing a ring was a distraction, yeah. you got the players wearing chains. Now, granted, the pitchers aren't wearing chains. Mm. 
but I, I don't see an issue with it being it was on his glove hand. His glove hand, yeah. Hey, his wife, his his wife was watching the game. Be like, yeah, watch the game. You trying to you trying to be single? Take. But that, that's the MLB trying that's to macro manage shit. Yeah, shit. That, I, I don't see why they did that bullshit. That, to me, that was bullshit. You don't have the man take off his yeah. ring on his glove hand. It's not bothering nobody. But I guess it's trying to be like the, the no fun league yeah. NFL. Yeah, I could see if it was on his pitching hand. You know, yeah, little, yeah. little different situation. But the yeah. fact that the glove was covering up the hand that yeah. had the ring, like it just—I don't know. I, I think yeah, sometimes yeah. these these umpires they get a hard on for the power that they have. Uh, you know, trying to instate like it's to the discretion of the umpire, and sometimes they just want to yeah. be dicks. Maybe Efron said something during the game to one of the umpires. Maybe he had some calls that he didn't like was going his way, and maybe he was being chirpy. But who the hell saw the ring on his hand, though? That's what I want to know. Who saw it and I, complained? Because that part I don't, I don't, I don't know about. Me and even, if it, even if it would have been one of these things that. You know, because the pitchers come off after the before and after the inning, they're 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 getting checked. Even mm-hmm. if it was something that would have been seen when he was coming off after the after the uh, inning and getting checked, they would have said something then, not when he's back out there the next inning. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, with that, we're in MLB. Um, Matt, you got some notes. I know you wanted to do a little uh, news update for NFL. So uh, this is Matt's news update. Um, I mean, not much happening, you know, in the in the league. Well, I call it the league NFL, but I mean, CH's option, you know, they didn't pick it up in in Kansas City, um, which is not surprising because, dude, he no. fell off. Oh my god! Yeah. Hey, I still remember. I still remember. Uh, <laughs> remember, I called it. I told you. Yeah. Uh, we're real big fantasy, and and Matt was making a trade up to the number one pick because he wanted Ceh. I said, "Don't take him. Don't yeah, take offense. Ceh. He's gonna be a bust. I don't give a shit where he went. He's gonna be a bust." I was trying to tell you, take Jonathan Taylor, even though he he struggled last year, but still, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't surprise me that that they didn't pick him up. I think they got something special. I think Pacheco did yeah. just fine last year. I like the way that they had used well, McKinnon as as a right after that option back. Right after that, then they they re-signed McKinnon. So you know McKinnon's yeah. gonna be he's gonna yeah. be in that backfield taking some touches. Um, golf. I yeah. mean, could get a contract extension. I mean, with the draft pick of uh Hendon Hooker. I mean, in the in the early third. I mean, we'll see what, what happens there. I, I don't know why they would get golf that contract. You know, I think he has yeah he has two years under contract. Um, I think he has like a thirty million cap hit this year. You know, it's not bad. It's it's not that forty forty five million. I mean, it's it's. It's doable, but I guess they want to extend it to a long-term deal. Um, the Kenneth Walker, the Pete Carroll, Mr. I'm going to kill everybody's fantasy value. <laughs> I could care less about fantasy football for the fantasy guys out there. <laughs> he, um, Charbonnet and then Kenneth Walker to be competing for, for or battling for the, the starting running back job over there in Seattle. We'll see how that yeah. works out. I mean, Well, Pete Carroll always likes to have two backs. Yeah, That's just his yeah. thing. He, he really mm-hmm. – and, you know, the only time I really think it was just really one back was really when it was a Marshawn Lynch during his prime. Like, that was really the only yeah. time. But there always seems to be, like, a couple guys that are just always rotating. You know, mm-hmm. San Francisco is another team that does that. They they believe in having multiple running backs. Um, but, you, you know, it's interesting. If you go back and you look at um, the last Super Bowl winners, you know, I think it's the last – 
five Super Bowl winners. I have to go back and double check. You know, none of them have had a bell cow running back. It hasn't yeah. been like this one like bell cow running back. Like they they mm. use a mix of guys, and to me, I don't think that's a bad idea because keeps them healthy. Sometimes, well, no, it is. It's not so much that. There's just certain situations that call for a certain running back, and some of these teams, like no, and then, you know, Kansas City going back to Pacheco, it's a great. Mm. How how yep. many times yep. you see McKinnon out there when you would think Pacheco should be out there, but it's because it's the way that he can help spread the field, you know, being such a threat out of the backfield as far as his catching ability. And mm-hmm. it, it works. I think when you run your offense and you look at things like that, you, you look at, okay, well, what's working for us? What's not working for us? You know, even, even with Tennessee having Derrick Henry just truck people, throw people around like they're kids and he's playing peewee football, like they're not mm-hmm. going to win anything because ultimately it's a throwing league. You have to have a quarterback that, that can throw. And I just don't think yeah. we're in um, – what we used to be as far as the running game, the running game, you know, having you win a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's that's my opinion. In the league, there's only, there's only a handful of, of workhorse backs nowadays. Like Scott said, they're NFL teams and and GMs are going into the NFL. Like how can we make this backfield as deep as we can to keep our team healthy? Like you said, I mean, just get everybody reps. I mean, there's not many people in the league that can get 300 to 350 touches a year and, and sustain health. Throw all year. That's yeah. Tough. Well, the other thing about that is think about all the defensive rule changes like over the course mm-hmm. of like the last like 10 to 15 years. Everything, everything that like a lot of these defensive new rules have basically been against the defense, you know, yeah. as far as like the way they can hit wide receivers, uh, the way you can touch them off the line. Everything is just going into a way to where it, it makes it so much harder for defensive backs to you know, really be physical with wide receivers. And some of these wide receivers, I mean, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, you know, these guys are, are beasts. And if, if, if a corner can't be physical with them and he, he can't do what he needs to do, it's just – I'm yeah. sorry. It's just it's going to continue to go this way. So another reason yeah. I think a lot of teams are not worried about having that bell cow running back. They're just going to use the rotation guys because you're going to – you're just going to be throwing more. I mean – Think about it. How, how many times do you hear about guys throwing the ball 40 plus times? It happens all the time. You see it all the time. Every you know, week. and it yeah, and it used to be like, oh man, this guy had over 30 passes, you know, pass lot, attempts. It used to be a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, he only had 30. They must have yeah. been running the ball. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, yeah. the 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 league and, is changing. The thing's changing. And so it doesn't surprise me with the whole uh, situation over there in Seattle with the you know using two running backs. Um, and I don't know, one last seeing... note, one last note in the NFL Judy's fifth year option was picked up. Um, he's going to carry a 12.9 million cap hit this year and he's under contract for two more years 24. You know what? 25. Yeah, I'm surprised or they already picked it up. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he's I, I thought I, he was going to be way better. I, than yeah, he was. a lot of rumors. Well, you got, you got a different coaching season. scheme in there now. You yeah, I think Payton. That. I you think got, Sean Payton likes the receivers. Payton. He's going to want to throw the ball. He yeah. wants to keep his receivers there. Well, somebody's all about now. Whether it's KJ Hamler or Cortland Sutton, which would be perfectly one of those two. I think they hold on to uh, Tim Patrick. I mean, they gave him a, a contract extension, but I think his cap is like ten million this year. It's not bad, you know. So okay, bounce back here for Mims. Wilson. Bounce yes. back here for Russell Wilson. We yes. talking bounce back? We talking top ten? 
What, Worst uh, top twelve, make him a tier a tier one. Make him a tier one. No, I got him as a QB two, high QB two. Got him between so around like, like, like thirteen, fourteen mark. Yeah, thirteen, fourteen around there. Yeah, I got him around there. Okay. I yeah, no, I, I I could run with that. Uh, a little note. Um, San Francisco picked up uh un uh it was a undrafted wide receiver. The mm. reason they did it, this dude, uh, he's from uh, Carolina. Uh, he's a six four, two hundred ten pounds. He went out and he created his own highlight reel and put it out there for NFL teams to talk, you know, to look at. And San Francisco, I guess, ended up liking what they saw. He went eighty eight for thousand eight, uh, thousand eighty five and six last year. But still, I mean, yeah, six four, two ten. That was what? Did you watch the? You're, are you watching it right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's, he's, he's a pretty. He's a pretty big guy, and he has some pretty good first steps um, off the line. So I'm not saying he's going to make the team or anything, but yeah. talk about a guy like believing in himself and putting himself well, out six, there, six being like, "Hey, six four is a guy you could use. You just throw the ball into the corner of the end zone." Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean the the Niners don't really need like another wideout, but no. I could see another uh, practice squad wideout because yeah. I mean, obviously, every year Niner injuries happen. It's just. I, I don't know. I don't know what goes on with yeah. that ever since but, Shanahan. Yeah. Came I like it though, man. Did. It's not it's not where he starts, it's how you finish. I mean, what what if he what if he comes out and tears it up? You never know, man. Well, it's, look at look at Josh Allen. Doesn't matter if you draft it or not. Look at Josh Allen when he came out of out of junior college. Yeah, no wanted. one wanted no Nobody one wanted Josh Allen. They were like, who's this? He got one guy? offer and it was Wyoming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it just goes to show sometimes sometimes someone just needs that opportunity, yeah. you know. And there's a lot of guys that come out like I we talked about this last week. There's a lot of guys that come out of college and they dominate in college because they've already peaked. You know, oh, yeah. you don't want to peak yet. You want to be going into the NFL to where you have a spots that you can continue to improve on when you've already been a dominating factor, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, it, it I, it's just I don't know. I I want to see some of these guys that get picked later on be successful. You know, Brock Purdy yeah, was just, another example of that. Even though you hate Brock Purdy, yeah, no, yeah, he's not. You know? He's not one of my favorites. But I mean, don't hate him. But I don't. I don't see where everybody has him being this next. I don't know. Supposedly great quarterback. I don't see it. But yeah, I mean, everybody. But has okay, opinions. Tom. Tom Brady. Oh yeah. Everyone but, made just because his combine numbers sucked. It's not about. Yeah. I I I understand what the combine is for, but mm-hmm. you got to go and look at tape on these guys. I don't give a shit what the combine says. They, oh, this guy is super athletic. He's this and that. Okay, well that's fine. You don't have anybody his, rushing at his, you at the combine. His yeah, but his tape says that he makes smart decisions. You know, oh, this guy takes care yeah. of the football and makes smart decisions. He's just athletic enough. Uh, his arm isn't that great, but you can develop arm strength. There's a lot of like growing programs and things like that that you can do. And on top of that, these you, guys are young. Your arm you is just got to get in the right system. Get older. Just got to get in the yeah, right system, you, right coaching, right time. I mean, if the stars align, it can happen, man. I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of NFL greats that were undrafted. Kurt Warner, Antonio Gates. I mean, this guy. Kurt Warner was bagging guy? groceries. Yeah, yeah before man, he I mean, came into the NFL, you know, and the guy's a Hall of Famer, sports point. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's a great example, Matt. It Antonio just, Gates. Hall of Fame tied in out of Kansas State. I mean, it, it can happen. I mean, I'm not saying it can't, but I mean, what if this guy's? You never know. Somebody give him a shot. Niners did, so we'll see. Yep. 
Yep. So uh, I think with that said, uh, what do you guys think about uh, wrapping this thing up for the week? You guys good? You guys got anything you want to add to it? I'm just waiting for this Laker Warriors uh, series to pan out and Lakers to take it. Take down the Warriors. Yeah. Take the yeah, chance. Uh, one, one other draft pick that I, I don't think we touched on last week either um, was uh, Stenson Bennett getting drafted to the Rams. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, nice, Mike, Mike. So yeah. I, I don't, don't know. Talk. Yeah, don't, I don't, don't know if they're just. <laughs> yeah, just, just don't uh, be like, hey, you guys hear about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I, I just don't something. know. I mean, are they already looking at starting their rebuild? The Rams? Yeah. I think Absolutely. this is it. Absolutely. They're going to try to. They're Absolutely. going to tell They're going to tell everybody they're, we're trying to win. They ain't got no defense. They lost everybody. The only person on that defense is Aaron Donald. Randy's gone. Only wide receiver on that roster is worth mentioning is Cooper Cup. I mean, Van Jefferson is – I mean, we've been waiting for this Van Jefferson guy. Scott knows three yeah. years already, four years. It's not It's not happening. Cam if, you're the, if, if you're the Rams, rookie. do you sell this year? They should have sold start this off season. slow. Yeah, they should have sold this offseason, yeah. They, they but they start off they, slow. I, I can see a trade deadline. I mean, if they're what – if they're flirting with three and six – you know, you're not looking too hot or whatever. I mean, by week nine, that's where I would probably start looking to move guys. Well, I, well, I think you you need to look at the rest of your division. San Francisco's uh, a freaking no, – they're, they're top two in, in the NFC. going to take that division. Seattle might be the third or fourth best team mm-hmm. in the NFC now. So, yeah, two – yeah, so you have, you have two teams in your division that are just way above mm-hmm. you. And you got to play them you're, twice. You're gonna you're gonna laugh. Probably gonna go zero and four. What about okay? But you can't count on Arizona. Yeah. yeah, I understand. Kyler Murray's gonna be out for a little bit, but if they come back and they're healthy, you can't count them mm. out either. Nah, they yeah, suck. But, nah, Buda Baker wants out. The secondary's gonna take a hit. I, I don't think Arizona's gonna. Yeah, he wants out, but is it gonna happen? It will. Somebody will pay the yeah, cost. Yeah, but a lot a lot of times when a player wants out, Mike, they don't play up to par. And it, yeah. you know, they're they're going through a new a new coaching. You new know, regime. they got new coaches. Yeah, yeah you know, new yeah. offense. Um, Kyler Murray's hurt. You know, he's coming off that injury. Um, Cole McCoy's. That could be your starter going into this year. Yeah, old man McCoy. I, I think it will be a battle between the Rams and um, Arizona as far as who's going to take last place in that division. I I don't think either team is anywhere near. Uh, making any type of noise uh, again in the NFL for a few years. No, uh, we'll we're, we're see what the Rams end up doing with all these guys. But the problem is that they hold these guys for too long. They're not going to get anything for them. You know, no. Cooper yeah, I don't, I don't be... think they can hold on to them after this year. Yeah, they, they can't. So, yeah. but with that said, guys, I think we're going to go ahead and, and, and wrap this thing up. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, uh, everyone will be here to join with us. We were going to do this week live, um, but we ended up uh, starting a little later than what we wanted to. So if we end up yeah. uh, deciding to go live next week, we're going to head and uh, post that on social media so everyone can know we're making an announcement. And hopefully, we'll see everyone here live. So uh, with that said, you guys, you guys have a good night, and we will see next week. Yep. Have a good week. See you. Yeah.